0: Good morning, folks. Welcome to the program today. Today's program will be different than most of my other programming, just mainly because where we are on this timeline of this horrific war and battle, we all are engaged in. I... I'm going to talk to you today about artificial intelligence and that you have already been corralled. I know that's alarming. I I know it's very alarming. But as I have always told you and been very transparent and consistent year in, year out for years, you are the solution to the problem we have. Now, what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about the issue of election integrity, where we are with lawsuits, etc., and what everybody's asking, we all know there's breaks, we all know there's issues. What are the solutions? See, we're at the point that we know what we do must count and we need solution-based programs, issues, et cetera, But I also want you to understand the system, the deep state, the apparatus that's put around us also knows that the world, American voters, are begging for a solution. And so in today's program, I am going to unpack for you where some of the fight and issues occur in what we're doing. We're going to have a very candid discussion about what is this thing called artificial intelligence? How does it work? Uh, how will it work for election integrity? etc.? Because the one thing I know and I hear from every one of you, thousands of you every day is, okay, but what are we going to do about it? And so we're going to address the, okay, how does this happen and what are we going to do about it? I played this clip many times before. I usually play it for you, a very short clip, seven seconds, explaining how they wrapped up our shopping habits, how they wrapped up our investing habits. But I also want you to know this also applies when it comes to us as voters and how we interact and what we do. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies. You have to force behaviors.
1: And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors.
0: Now, due to that statement with BlackRock, Larry Fink, has distanced himself from diversity, equity, and inclusion, has come out with statements saying, well, maybe he, you know, he didn't really mean it that way, and they make a lot of excuses. You're going to see in that space a rebranding occur over the next few months. That rebranding is the system's way of trying to let you think okay, we got rid of it, we exposed it, it's over. Well, the same thing's going on inside the GOP. There's a a rebranding going on. There are many things that are being presented to you on a local level, at your state, at your counties, especially in the area of election integrity. All kinds of people offering to stand in the gap. But what you're witnessing primarily is a rebranding effort because now your eyes are open. And since your eyes are open, they basically have to change their suit of clothes and then come at you with a different suit of clothes because, folks, it's never over. You might want to take notes in today's program. You will always have replay on Rumble, rumble rumble.com forward slash Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. I am primarily, as I look at myself and what I try to be for you as an educator, let me explain the concept of what I'm going to do today. Nothing on the surface is what it seems, nothing at all. Our elections, even though they say they do audits, they do checks or whatever, nothing is what it seems. And that's why I use the example of digging deep. If we were to look at that piece of paper or that pen, what if we had the ability to really focus on, okay, let's look at that pen and the writing on ballots. But we've got to go deeper, and it's just not about the writing on ballots. we got to see how every single thing Is made, how does it connect? How does it design? And when we get into it, when we get deep into it, it is only then that we can understand at a deep molecular level what exactly are we dealing with? The system will always present itself, just like if I just you know, I just use a sharpie, just use a pen, no big deal. But it is only when you dive deeper that whether you know that, that if that pen was good, that paper was good, or everything else. That's the premise of what I'm bringing you today. And we're going to be talking about your fingerprints out there because you have many fingerprints. Your fingerprints out in cyberspace, your fingerprints on everything you approve or disapprove of, your fingerprint of – I'll give you an example – When you follow a social media, quote unquote, influencer conservative who promotes, get your guns and gets in the street, or we got to hang lawmakers, kill them. Your simple click of follow is your fingerprint of approval. At a time when the government wants to say all of us are conspiracy theorists rallied in a secret army online and that we're going to, quote unquote, overthrow society. And so that's why they're clamping down on us. But you must understand your follow is also a fingerprint. Many of the stuff that you have no idea you're doing or participating in is hidden in the codes and software of everything we do everywhere. And the system is constantly monitoring and understanding what you read, what you look at, what you ingest. When you ingest a program online, which you'll see, I'll explain how it works. When you adjust a program online, where somebody says, get the rope, I built the guillotine, we're going to kill the lawmakers, so get your gun, get in the streets which is to play for all the stuff going on with Jack Smith and Fannie Willis and all that stuff. Remember when you accuse a president of secretly raising an army, you do understand you also need the army. You got to be able to show here's people in the army and here's how they communicate. You must understand that your fingerprint for many of you, sadly has already been there. Your fingerprints, All over it, and the system knows it, and they use that to ID you to track you, etc. Now, there were some people that uh will mock and say, I hope they read it and get afraid, and etc. etc. Uh, you need to understand, and you need to understand very seriously. That is not how it works. And when you communicate that way, you put everybody around you in danger. And that's why I like to help you understand how to stay on target with the truth and fight everything with truth, not shallow words. It is because when you get involved in the game of shallow words. And when you let your emotions rule you, right? Right now, the system is trying to push everybody to an emotional response. And I'm going to get deep into tech here, but it's going to be at the third grade level. It'll be so easy to follow along with me. Don't worry about it. But right now, the system needs to provoke a response out of you. And the system's watching everything. And it can take some of the greatest of people, some of the greatest of patriots. But in a moment when you're not watching and you don't understand your brain has been filled with trash, which is why I try to stay exactly on topic and in my lane. All of a sudden, the system has a hook in you, and you can't back away. And a prime example of that is Joe Biggs, who just got sentenced to 17 years. Oh, my God. Shouldn't have got any. But the system is constantly working on your brain. The system is constantly putting words in your brain. Arizona audit was a grift. It was a fraud. Nothing was found. All... There was no problem in 20, get it? It's always about getting that in your brain. And just like it gets bad stuff in your brain can also make you say stuff that you regret because you kind of get on a high sometimes and the mob mentality will get you. And it is that mob mentality that might ruin your life. I'm going to give you an example. I bet Joe, Regrets that this exists. So we just stormed the fucking Capitol, yeah, we'll took the it. motherfucking place back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun. Oh. Joseph Biggs, a leader of the Proud Boys who led the far-right organization's infamous march on January 6, 2021, was sentenced a short time ago to 17 years in prison. A
0: leader of this uh, violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. I'm um, showing images of him with a bullhorn leading uh, the mob towards. Pay attention to everything you see in that. Even saw the Gadsden flag taped to the, or sticker on the megaphone. Everything out there is being used against you. But it is always safe to stay in the space of truth, not in the space of emotions, to stay in the space of truth. You wonder why they said they stormed the Capitol and took it over It's because long before you knew everything existed, they had it all and knew it. And therefore, unwillingly, people gave them the narrative. Just like when somebody says, let's go hang them, and I got the rope, and you go, damn straight, all of them. Well, they've got you saying, damn straight, all of them, just like this.
2: So we just stormed the fucking Capitol, took the motherfucking place back. (laughs)
1: That oh, was so much fun. Joseph Biggs, a leader of the Proud Boys who led the far right organization's infamous march on January 6, 2021, was sentenced a short time ago to 17.
0: 17- so it, I want you to understand it's all about keywords. Yes, we all know it's an injustice. Yes, we all know it shouldn't be there. What you don't know is the role you play in it. What you don't know is it's hard to back away from things said when you get caught in the moment, etc. And all of this has to do with how the system deploys what you know as artificial intelligence. Whether you like it or not, you are subject to artificial intelligence. Whether you like it or not, at any moment in time, the system knows where you are, what you are, and what you're doing. Because the system has already been built to collect all of that data. And in collecting that data and knowing where you are, they literally know every single person you communicate with. And when somebody... signals this stuff, tells you get in the street with your guns, um, get you to rallies and showing up in camo and jackets. Their job is to get you connected to it. You must understand this. Their job is to get you connected to it because the system will be able to prove with the use of AI and all of this together how you played a role in it. And so today we're going to have a very frank discussion about how all of this works. Let me ask you a question. On your phone, do you have apps like Words with Friends? Just a question. Do you have an app like Words with Friends on your phone? You probably do. You probably do. What you might not know is Words with Friends, which has 50 million installs, has 14 embedded Trackers, 14 embedded trackers. Now, recently I saw somebody that most people, when they see him on TV at conservative events, kind of inserts himself everywhere, military background, and everybody goes, wow, he must be a smart nude and he must be great. When a lot of us talk about this behind scenes, I hear common stuff like, well, just I use this place, go and search here, and all your searching's anonymous. I would like to let you know your searching is not anonymous. To think that you can go use some anonymizer search engine and truly be anonymous is a false premise and that's what I want to unpack for you because AI is about to be unleashed on you in a whole different way and and not in a good way our government just funded a 6 billion dollar project but I want to take you behind the scenes because what you need to understand are the connective tissues and you, in many ways, have all of these connective tissues behind you. Remember a time when somebody said, yeah, don't get rid of Twitter, you're supporting, or get rid of Facebook. Actually, when you understand that we are, and I'm going to cover this bit again, you have to understand it. When you understand that we are trapped in a digital prison, this is, right here, every single one of you with internet connectivity through apps on the internet. This is it. I can peek into your life. I can understand anything about you. I can understand what you like, what you don't like, where you go, et cetera. I'm going to cover that in detail. But first, let's just put a pin in that for a moment. Because if you are in this election integrity battle, first, we must acknowledge we are all in the same boat. Every single one of us. We hate what's going on. We know our government has really engaged in nefarious, malicious, Malfeasance, in many ways, we believe our system is selected, not elected. So I want you to take the obvious, I want you to take the obvious people that you know are nefarious, because the system will always give you bad guys. but that's not how they control you. They don't control you through the bad guys. They control you through people that you believe are good guys. Now, one of the strategies, let's just unpack this for a moment. If in fact, for the 2020 audit approved by the Senate, which occurred early 2021 in Arizona, if in fact, large donors and the people stepped up and made that single largest audit in American history, it's history-making, right? The single largest audit in the history of any voting system occur. Now, the system thought you would never get it. The system thought you would never wake up, but you did. Now, if we take this in linear steps, the next thing that happened is you learned how to use your voice to move lawmakers, right? But the system still didn't think you would get it done. And then the system tried to change it. Ah, we're just going to do a little teeny fractional bit. And then you pushed back on that and said, hell no, we're doing the whole thing. And you, you worked on the lawmakers with truth. So the lawmakers had to go through it. Then the guys that play on the bad side had to delay and delay and delay and delay as much as you can. But finally, under the rule of law, they have to turn over the goods. In this case, it was the ballots. And then you watch that game being played back and forth. And what happened is at some point the bad guys stopped and what you thought were the good guys took over. In this case, those good guys being the GOP. And you became subject of when you, when you spoke out, three things happened. One, the system and everybody that's part of the system needed to convince donors of any kind. Big donors, little donors. They needed to convince donors that the audit was a fraud and that it was a grift. Do you follow me? They needed to convince you it was a fraud and a grift. Why would they do that? Because they need you to never stand up and do that again. So if you're going to cut off anything like a country, got to cut off the money flow. You understand that, right? And then after they can cut off the money flow, they just kind of work on everybody's credibility. But they, they're running out of clock as they do this. Because if they can push it past the legal window, nothing happens. Now, in that vacuum, in my opinion, things come up. At the same time that you're demanding we want full forensic audits when do it, in that same vacuum, organizations started popping up. A good example would be, let me see where I've got them. Hang on. A good example would be like two things. You have the Election Integrity Network, many of you know, right? Cleta Mitchell raised what seems to be like $20 million, because their books are open, you can look, claiming... Election integrity, you're going to fix election integrity. But what happened with that $20 million that went to this organization in Virginia and D.C.? Well, kind of nothing. Because as soon as we got to 2022, they basically said there was no fraud in 2020. You know different, I know different. Then another one was activated at the same time is Omega for America. You see a lot of paid articles. Looks like somebody wrote a story about them, but no, it's a paid article paid to be there. And you're being sold on what's fractal computing and quantum computing. These are all keywords, folks. You know, the Holy Grail of computing has been quantum computing. And so on this organization with a hand-drawn logo, I want you to think... That, okay, we got the most supercomputing of supercomputing in the world. Nobody asks questions because everybody wants an answer. And you keep on seeing it pushed out there at you. The one thing you don't see is they won't come on my program. I've asked them numerous times. Come to a technology guy and explain your technology. Let's have a discussion about it. Recently, I I was told, well, they don't need to come on because they're not trying to sell because they have now signed up 16 states. This is where you really want to pay attention. 16 states. Are one of your states in this new fractal program, right? You're seeing all kinds of boards being set up. They'll get a name, a name you know and trust. Pop them on a board. You think, well, it must be good. One of the newest ones that's circulating, you saw it on Bannon's war room the other day, was this fellow, Dr. Epstein, who when we started an election integrity call where he was a guest, made sure you will only address me as Dr. Epstein which I thought was very funny. So we got Dr. Epstein out now. And Dr. Epstein's going to promise you are going to save you from big, bad Google, right? We're going to save you from big, bad Google. And Google's bad. And I can fix it. He may be able to fix it for the $50 million he wants. But again, you have to look at I would I would say you would want to look at, I would say, people's backgrounds would would that would that uh, be appropriate? Does somebody have the knowledge base to pursue this in real-time experience and technology acumen? Well, if we look at Dr. Epstein's work, we can see, are we good extendedchildhooddisorder.com. Do you need therapy? We can keep on going. How Im- Im- infantile you are, uh, my love skills, my sex skills, my, my uh, orientation sexual, right? Uh, my sexual orientation, my creativity skills. Are we really going to solve this? with somebody that really belongs on a Dr. Ruth program that's about your lovemaking skills. And the reason I ask this is because you you will hear a tremendous amount of cool things, all based on buzzwords, all based on buzzwords. I want you to stay with me here because I, I need to give you this setup So when I show you how this works, you understand how it all connects. This is critically important. You understand because you have already been captured. No doctor feel good is going to fix it for you. Now, many people say, well, hey, Dr. Epstein would be great because he's a liberal professor. And yes, we seem to have our megadoses of professors in our work. But that liberal professor who swears he can fix it for you also swears that 2020 was a legit election. 2022 was a le- legit election. Just look at all the lawsuits. Nothing happened. The courts know it. And you're, con- you're a conspiracy theorist and your your mind's being hacked because you actually think that Donald Trump won. There was no election fraud. So the question I have to ask you on that one, as this person is being paraded out in conservative circles with a $50 million fix, is how do you fix, why would you need to fix something that isn't broken as he states nothing was wrong with 2020 or 2022? He says they just made more people vote. Does that make sense to you? It doesn't make sense to me. There are other ones out there as well. You've got this other project has come on the horizon, which is being called the Great Awakening Project. I'll paraphrase. We're such good Christians, and you're so Christian. Please, Jesus, praise Jesus, leaders, Christian movements, awaken, revival, church, 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Now, I think maybe you have begun to see through that, have you not? I'll get more into this a little later. But they're going to secure the elections in 2024 with their eagle eye, eagle AI, they pronounce eagle eye, which I can't understand why they called it that, since that's trademarked. But they're going to show, and I'm going to show you, you're going to be surprised who's endorsing this. They're going to fix it for you by using Google. (laughs) They have nobody in their whole outfit that actually understands technology. They're going to fix it for you if you just allow them to, uh, <laughs> what's the word I want to use? If you just allow them to kind of take over. And so I, I want you to understand a bit of this on your own. And the reason I'm even doing this is because we're all caught in this, but they're going to be, you know, uh, doing great things. And I, I look at, The letter of endorsement they have here from Jennifer Wright, the AG, the associate, the second in command in Arizona that looked at nothing in election integrity, missed every meeting, didn't focus on it. But this group thinks that if they get a recommendation from Jennifer Wright, who knows nothing about technology, right? And they want to kind of tell you, here's all the wonderful things we've done. And here's how we think it impacted it. And if you'll just write the check, we'll be able to do it by putting all of your stuff on Google and Google servers. And if you just listen to people uh, giving you endorsements for people who have no technology background, and as you know, we the People Alliance are now, and fancies themselves, auditors. They've gone from shopkeepers to now they're professional auditors. And you have the very person, right under Brnovich, who w- refused to look at anything Writing a raving endorsement. Attorneys in Washington, D.C., at very famous lobbying addresses in D.C., also endorse this. People who may or may not be part of election integrity movements also endorse this, but the endorsement is. If you'll just give us the budget, we'll run all of this on Amazon servers and we'll fix this one for you. Now, I know it's really concerning. You're trying to think, what do I believe? Where is this information? How in the hell do uh, do they do it? Now, this is where you jump off into they're wanting you to make a connection. And this particular connection, it's the great awakening, right? Uh, A lot of borrowing of words. Uh, It's Christian, it's this, it's leaders, it's glad, but zero basis, zero basis in technology. But see, you got to have good guys to corral you because there's no way you're going to trust the system anymore. But see, you can't escape the system if you are fed Trojan horses that keep you in the system. Then you have people, I love this particular credential, we do it too, we're going to do it for you, and we've been doing this since 1997 for George Bush Jr., I'm not sure if that's an endorsement anymore. That's kind of like fly Epstein Island, fly Epstein's jet to islands. You know, I mean, come on, our eyes are open now. But there's a lot of money sucking in the room, a tremendous amount of sucking up of the money in the room. Now, there are also efforts that. We we do this to ourselves, we recently did this to ourselves, that the entire tech world, even people that are conservatives in tech, are going, what in the hell is this stuff? You've got to be kidding me. You have to be kidding me. They understand how all this system works. So we're going to begin a journey... Today And I'm going to teach you how this works and what it is because all of this is still an intentional connect to what is called a panopticon. Every bit of it jacks into this system. This is, you're looking on my screen, the entire world. Now, I started teaching people this just about three years ago. If you've been with me for a while, you know this. The powers that be have now taken this system offline to attempt to hide it from you. And it's because we started exposing it. So let me begin your education. And this is only to get to, are we making any headway? Can we make a difference? And is there a
1: solution that can help us if we focus. The idea of the panopticon was first proposed by British philosopher and social theorist Jeremy Bentham in the late 18th century. Conceived as a model for prisons, the panopticon is a circular building with an inspection tower at the center from which all cells arranged around the perimeter can be observed. This configuration allows a single guard to watch over all inmates who due to the design cannot know when they are being watched. This architectural idea has become a powerful metaphor in modern discussions about power, discipline, and surveillance. In Bentham's design, the power of the panopticon comes from the psychological effect it exerts on its inhabitants. Inmates, uncertain about when they are being observed, are inclined to regulate their behavior at all times, making the job of the observer easier and more effective. So the panopticon functions not just as a physical structure of surveillance, but also as a mechanism for inducing self-regulation, a process Michel Foucault, French philosopher and social theorist, termed internalized coercion. Foucault appropriated Bentham's panopticon as a metaphor for modern disciplinary societies in his seminal work Discipline and Punish, published in 1975. He argued that the panopticon serves as a model for the functioning of power in modern societies where power is exercised not only through direct coercion but through subtle techniques of surveillance and normalization that lead individuals to regulate their own behavior the idea is that by making you feel like you're watched at all times you'll behave in the way your oppressor wants conforming to their ideals with less need for enforcement with the advent of modern technologies the metaphor of the panopticon has become even more relevant. The expansion of surveillance capabilities through CCTV, internet monitoring, and data collection has created a digital panopticon that watches over society. Just as in the Panopticon prison, people in these societies know they're being watched, leading to a similar effect of self-regulation and self-censorship. Much like the inspection tower in the Panopticon, CCTV cameras are strategically positioned to observe a vast number of people the omnipresence of these cameras in public and private spaces means that people are potentially under surveillance at all times the digital panopticon amplifies the power dynamics inherent in the original concept the internet and digital technologies have provided surveillance capabilities to entities that were previously impossible governments corporations and even individuals can now monitor collect and analyze vast amounts of personal data What's worse is that people voluntarily hand over their data to Big Tech and the governments beyond. The Panopticon's strength lies in its ability to induce self-regulation through the internalization of surveillance. And the Digital Panopticon achieves this by tracking online behavior, search histories, social media interactions, and even personal communications. The Digital Panopticon goes a step further with the advent of artificial intelligence AI. AI algorithms can analyze collected data to predict future actions, a concept known as predictive policing. The Minority Report, a 2002 movie directed by Steven Spielberg, based on a short story by Philip K. Dick, introduces the concept of a pre-crime, a futuristic idea of law enforcement that relies on psychic technology to predict and prevent crimes before they happen. The concept of pre-crime in The Minority Report is an extrapolation of predictive policing, a method that uses data analysis to predict potential criminal activity. In the movie, this concept is taken to the extreme with the help of three psychic beings, known as precogs, who can foresee future crimes. This information is used by the Pre-Crime Unit, a specialized police department to arrest the would-be perpetrators before the crime occurs. The Minority Report raises significant questions about justice and due process. The individuals arrested for pre-crimes are punished for actions they have not yet committed and potentially might not have committed, blurring the lines between guilt and innocence. The digital panopticon, characterized by pervasive online surveillance, has demonstrably impacted behavior across various domains. Here are some examples. Social media self-censorship. With the awareness that posts can be seen, shared, and judged by a potentially global audience, People often engage in self-censorship on social media platforms. For instance, people may refrain from sharing controversial opinions to avoid backlash from an online mob or potential consequences, such as losing a job or damaging a reputation. Consumer behavior. Online retailers and social media platforms use tracking cookies and other tools to monitor users' online activities. This targeted advertising has been found to alter shopping behaviors, with consumers being more likely to purchase items that they've seen in ads. Internet of Things Devices With the rise of smart home devices like Amazon's Alexa or Google Home, users are aware that their conversations could be recorded or their actions monitored. This can lead to altered behavior at home, such as avoiding certain topics of conversation in the presence of these devices. Employee Monitoring Some companies use employee monitoring software to track their workers' productivity. This can lead to changes in behavior, with employees potentially working harder or refraining from non-work activities during office hours, even if they're working from home. Online browsing Knowing that governments could be watching and monitoring internet browsing habits, people may be less likely to search for information critical of their government for fear of retaliation. For instance, After the implementation of the Great Firewall in China, many citizens altered their online behavior, often avoiding politically sensitive topics. In fact, in China, it's not uncommon for police to turn up at your door if you've been using tech platforms to delve into criticisms of the Chinese Communist Party and its practices. According to a Times report, Jennifer Chen embarked on a trip back to her roots, her hometown in the heart of China, for the Lunar New Year celebrations in 2021. Twitter for her was a realm of little concern, a platform where she maintained a modest following of around 100 on what she assumed was an anonymous account. While residing in China, she used this platform to retweet news and videos, occasionally expressing views on subjects which were restricted on Chinese platforms. This included supporting Hong Kong's protesters and showing solidarity with interned minorities. Her actions were minimal, but they were substantial enough to catch the authorities' attention. As she was visiting her parents, the police came calling. They demanded her presence at the station for questioning, after which they ordered her to expunge her Twitter posts and delete her account. Even when she moved overseas for her studies, they continued to keep tabs on her, making inquiries to her and her mother about whether Miss Chen had been frequenting any human rights websites. The Chinese government, having constructed a comprehensive digital framework and security apparatus to quell dissent on domestic platforms, is taking even more aggressive measures to broaden its internet surveillance net. This effort is aimed at unmasking and silencing those who dare to criticize the nation on international social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook. Privacy advocates and civil rights activists have used the Panopticon as a symbol of the dangers of unchecked surveillance. They argue that this constant surveillance infringes on individual rights and freedoms, creating a society of self-censorship and conformity. The Panopticon, in this view, is a critique of the erosion of privacy in the name of security and societal order. In the modern world, we live with an invisible omnipresent observer that watches our every move, scrutinizes our every action, and catalogs our every interaction. The promise of security and order is undermined by an unsettling reality, a relentless surveillance machine that permeates every aspect of our lives, altering our behavior and compromising our privacy. From the confines of our homes to the expanses of public spaces from our screens to our streets we are under constant watch our online identities social media interactions online purchases and even our casual browsing habits are all fodder for this all-seeing eye the boundaries of personal privacy are being redrawn often without our consent or even our knowledge in this digital panopticon we are both the watched and the unwitting participants our data willingly or unwittingly provided fuels this surveillance machine, creating a... I want to let you know that
0: the the, the reason I even spoke up about this when I did in the 2020 election is because inadvertently I have contributed to this. There are people out there that will try to push you away from me by claiming he does not know what he's talking about. He's not a technologist, etc. I want you to understand that's all part of a program because you, as you saw in the panopticon, it's not only about corralling you and knowing what you're doing. It's also about working on your thoughts and having you afraid to share a link. How many people are afraid to share the link? Also, how many people out there just because they have a colonel in front of their name? Do you love to hear from and it's great? But when you look under the hood, realize how many of those people are inserted. Your loyalties are being fought for because there's a lot at stake. And 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 I, remember as I started off this broadcast. And we're going to do this in real time. I'm going to take you into the panopticon in real time. If this doesn't wake you up, I don't know what will. But remember how I've always told you, always told you. The system is forcing us. I want to let you know, you cannot get out of this panopticon. This is not scare porn I'm doing. This is the reality of the world we live in. Can you take measures against it? Yes, you can. But we're about to go to a different level, and that's why I'm doing this, because all of your voting technology, as all of y'all know, you hate the Eric system and all this other stuff. You got people saying they're on a white horse that are willingly getting that information from the conservative side and feeding it back to the panopticon. And just because they say Christ enough, or swear they're a conservative daily, in and out, in and out, in and out, you're going to be deeper in the beast. Here's the beast. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're, gonna, we're asking companies. You have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. We live, whether we like it or not, in a forced system. And a forced system. Part of this force is when you've got a government that will throw a thousand people in jail for being at a place. But all of a sudden you got other conservative broadcasters that were there. They're not in jail, but they're telling you, get your guns, get in the street, fight it back, hang people. See, it's the system that's hanging you. It's the system that's actively working on labeling you. See, the system wants your fingerprint on it. Because it's all moved by a system. A good example would be, and this is why I do my website, jovanlovesgold.com. You can't even train trade your own retirement account. Trillions of dollars, folks. And you can't even trade it. So the only thing you have in any of this system is to get educated. That's why I do the education on it. Because, folks, that's all you have left. That's all you have left is education and how you are going to respond to it. Because nobody is going to save you. Except yourself. And your mind is under a full-time barrage right now saying all the wonderful keywords you want to hear, swearing, swearing it's going to save you. Now, there are people that don't understand my background. Suffer me this for a moment. I want to share some things with you because it's exceptionally important you understand. There's a whole movement afoot, which is very funny, to try to make you believe, I don't know what I'm talking about. But see, the system knows you're too lazy to look things up. But if you just went on, whether you use Google patents, uh, uh, Apple patents, whatever the case may be, this is the world I live in. This is what I do not only from artificial intelligence standpoint but all the way down to the molecular and the nanomolecular DNA level I'm in the medical field I'm in the science field you name it my systems my technologies are incredibly widespread you'll sign you know you'll find things like testing stuff, but why does the single largest medical testing system in the world, multi-billion dollar system, use this? And so because what we do is right and is the right technology, but technology can, in fact, be used against you if it's in the hands of wrong people. That is one of the catches for an inventor of any kind is you can get caught in a system with the acquisition of your patents. You're looking at one here for artificial intelligence based on medical testing. You're only as good as who has a hold of it. And so that's why I work in the fields of artificial intelligence and machine learning, right? And computer visions, etc. It's in my world, you have to be able to continually stay on top of it. Because if you do not stay on top of what has to happen? Let me make sure I forwarded it, that page uh, correctly. Yeah, I guess it did. You, you you, can run behind, right? And I'll give you an example. It, it, it was this breakthrough uh, in my earliest patent for it in 2000, I don't know, 14, that allowed me to understand the breakthroughs of what we could do looking at papers and I'm showing you everything from grants to, to patents to applications, to you're, you're seeing everything. You can look all of this up on your own. I do this because I want you to understand my patents being on every Android phone and being on every iPhone, I contributed to this. And so I don't take this lightly I have nightmares about it because even like the inventor of the automobile tire could have never envisioned that people would get killed in cars really has nothing to do with the tire, but yes, you're part of the system. I'm part of the system. And I have nightmares over it. I am part of the system. My careers uh, has suffered a major, major setback because I have come out as a conservative. And for that, me, my companies, et cetera, have been wildly penalized. But that's the cost we all pay for trying to help fix this because the system doesn't want you to wake up. The system doesn't want you to comply. The system wants to keep you in the matrix and not have you understand. So I'm going to get on to today's lesson. There is a prequel to all of this. The prequel is, the book Countdown to Chaos, The Silent Federalizing of Elections, which we released May 22nd, you can find on Amazon. Yes, Amazon's the printer publisher. They bought the publishing company. Can't do a thing about it. Literally, if you want to understand the buildup to this, you might consider getting that book Now, we're going to dive into the Panopticon. You're going to see things you do not like. Has (laughs) so little to do with me, but if I could wave a wand and make it better and make it right, I would. And this is what I'm trying to do. It is out of all of our hands because we already exist in this digital prison. You cannot remove yourself. And as power, you know, electric companies, your utilities, everything, everything is now, whether you like it or not, connected to the panopticon. You're in it, baby. And the way you get in it and the way they make it happen for you As you can see on my screen, this one program, this one program, this is what I'm about to show you. If you have Words with Friends Classic, just this one, which 50 million people have, there are 14 embedded trackers, 14, in a very simple program you may have. I want to show you how this works. And here is the warning I'm issuing just because somebody says artificial intelligence, fractal eagle eye, doesn't mean squat. Does not mean squat. You recently heard a very questionable conservative tell you, Oh, we're going to put you in one app down, download these two apps we'll protect you, put all your stuff here, we'll fight this, as they were being attacked on TV and some kids shut down their server. But you fail to understand even the most simplest of premises. You are either Android or you are either iPhone. Yes, Elon may come out with X, seen a prototype, not released. But right now, you're either Android or iPhone. I speak to you as, as far as I know, the only independent inventor that has technology and patents that are on every mobile device in the world that straddle both platforms, all of Android, all of iPhones. I've always taught you words matter. But now we're going to jump into the facts matter. And I'm exceptionally concerned at the, the really hardcore push that is going on right now in conservative circles to convince you we've fractalized it. We've, we, we're going to MAGA, whoop de do it, great it, fantastic. We're MAGA, MAGA, great awakening, more MAGA, Christ, 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Folks, you have to wake up because right now is the time when the deep state knows your eyes are open, that it's going to walk through your door and it's going to look like maybe your little old preacher, maybe your little old professor, whatever the case may be, because They're going to want you to believe they fixed this and it's not going to happen again with elections. And they're going to want you to believe you're doing something. And what it's going to do is they're going to suck all the funds out of the room, but you're going to leave it to other people instead of focusing on yourself. Let's dive into the Panopticon and we'll look at this real time. And yes, folks, it's exceptionally scary. This is the real-time Panopticon that they have recently taken offline. I started teaching you about this, and if you watch just kind of the bottom of my right-hand screen, and I'm gonna see if I can't just look at the bottom of my right-hand screen, You see how I'm going over? It's it's telling me how many trackers, where everything is, how many installs. Okay? You'll see it at the bottom right of my screen. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you the deep network. I am pretty sure by the end of this program, even this will be wiped from existence. We've already recorded it all and have all the data. Right? But as you see my cursor on the bottom right-hand screen here at the moment, you can see it's linked. link. It's a free app from the Google Play. It's got three trackers, and it may have 50 million installs. This is what we're going to talk about in this part of my program. I'm going to – let's see. Let me choose one here. Uh. got to get my eyeballs on folks. So give me one moment though, as I get my eyeballs on so I can see, I want to go to, let me find one's got good trackers in it. So here's Indeed job search. I'm just going to use this one. And you can see on the very bottom of my screen, I know it's very hard to see, but you can use your two fingers and and go up. All of these are connected this way. Here's Facebook down here and and Messenger and ESPN football. I want to give you an, uh, an idea behind the scene. So let's look at that game I showed you called Subway Surfers. There are eight trackers embedded in it. And so what I've just done is I am giving to you the tracking map so the all of these things that you see tapjoy online metrics chart boost ad colony and mobi tapjoy ads flurry these are the eight trackers that are embedded within that app, if you if you have that app on your phone, so what happens is, you might say, "I want to do anonymous browsing," and you're searching, right? And you go, and it's very funny because a so-called military digital security specialist says, "Well, this here, I here's the." secret website I use, just use this search engine. Well, you got to understand, even when the web browser, you're using that secret search. Yeah, it may not be throwing it out to Google, but it is on your phone. It is on your desktop. So why does this matter? Well, it matters because... If you have subway surfers, there are eight different paths that that data that you just looked at in that super secret web browser, it just got transmitted eight times over. I want to let you know, folks, there is no such thing as a safe browser. You can use anonymizers all day long. But that doesn't mean you're anonymous. It means in that instance in time, when you're using this super secret search safe engine, the one I was told about, which I just kind of laughed about. I got to look here. Hang on. I I just want to look up the name. Maybe you've heard of it okay um is called uh let me see if i can find it maybe too far back in all my messages but this is how far removed people are are from this True advent of, of what we're in. Um, <laughs> this particular is to go da, to right? To Let me see if I can pull that up for you. T O G O D A. Okay, so uh, let me uh, present another screen here. Um and this person's solution is hey, go use Togoda. It's anonymous, it's private. Well, your phone and your desktop know completely what you're doing. And even when you use this one, your digital fingerprint is still on your device completely on your device. But because at the current, we get so enamored with technology, oh my God, they said they're going to frat, quantum computing, I just read about that in books, quantum computing. So let's take a look at how all of this traps you in this process. Now on my screen, you are looking at um subway surfers and what you can't see is this has 1 billion installs 1 billion and in that 1 billion eight people or excuse me each of the 1 billion people are in fact reporting through these eight trackers do the math folks okay now what you don't see is where else are these embedded? So 1 billion people every day using just this one app, just this one app, are reporting their data eight different ways. Now, so if we moved over to the, uh, how these trackers work, and you can do the number, this tracker right here, 1% of the US, of of the total online population has this tracker on it. This one, 1%. This one, just a little less than 1%. This one, a little less than 1%. This one, less than 1%. This one, 7% of everybody on the net uses it, has it. And this one has 1%. So we're gonna say these are half percent. So we've got one, two, three, four, plus seven. So we got 11, uh, nine, 10. So we got, we're going to just say easily, you have 10% of the entire digital population are subject to this tracker, okay? I've told you that. Now, this particular one right here, okay, flurry. 7% of the population on the internet uses. Now you say, well, it's only 10%. It doesn't affect me. Until we look at it. Here is every single app that this one is in. I'm just going to do a few. 10 million installs, 500 million installs, 5 million installs, 5 million installs. 1 million installs. Say these are the multipliers. 100 million installs. 100 million installs. 5 million installs. 50 million installs. Are you beginning to understand what I'm saying? Okay? Every one of these is connected to that one. So 1 billion people have 8 tracking issues those eight tracking issues, I only picked one. I only picked one, okay, just one. And they parlay into other apps. Well, let's just look at one of those. This one program now takes 1 billion and that feed from 1 billion and this app now pulls all of that in. And this app, which is called Pop Star Celebrity Love Story, who doesn't love gossip, has now multiplied it by 11. So you got to ask yourself, we started with 10% of the internet population. Now we have 10%. By the way, do these numbers in your head. I'm only tracking one app. And I showed you how 10% of the population of 1 billion people is connected to it. Now I'm taking one of those trackers of a billion. I'm looking at one of the sub programs that it also co-relates to. And here's the percent of popularity yet. This one uses 8% of the people on the net have, 7% of the people of the net have. So we've got 15% of the net right there covered. We've got, we're going to call it a half a percent, 15 and a half. We got 9%. So now we're at uh, 15, what, what they, 24, 20, 25, 26%, 27%, 28%, 29%. We got 29%, 29% that 10% led to feeding into the systems that cover 29% of every user out there. Let's look at one. Oh, through this gateway, you're now stitched to another one. Let's just look at a few. 500,000 installs, 50,000 installs, 500 installs, 1 million installs, 1 million installs, you can go all the way through it. Well, let's say you just like a little word uh, word reference dictionary. This one has five million installs. No big deal. Let's look at it. Five million installs, but that particular five million installs has fifteen trackers in it. Fifteen. do you understand what I am saying to you? So here's where we are in this fight. Election integrity, folks, is not a business. And I don't believe it should be a business. You shouldn't be trying to build a big technology company on the backbone of this. And I'm exceptionally concerned that... What is going on right now is the GOP is funding efforts and they're razzmatizing you with all. Look what we did. It's the great awakening. Let's do this. Yah, yah, yah. But every bit of it is in a system that is fed to this system. Every bit of it is tying to apps. Use it on your phone. Do it on your phone. Do it on your phone. Report this. If you see it, report it. What you don't understand is when these things are released and they agree to get on the Google platform and they agree to get on the Apple platform, they have no say whether Google appends to it. In fact the price you play pay is they're going to hook it. And that's the way it works. Now, what's afoot right now, and I'm exceptionally concerned about, is your voter rolls, supposedly in 16 states, have been fractalized. Here's what it really means. All of your data which has currently been in the hands of bad people doing bad things with it, is now in the hands of people willy-nilly storing it on Google and Google servers and AWS. And they're running, gunning to create this wonderful business that it'll, yeah, it'll spit out a lot of names and say, look at this, look at this, look at this. But if I gave you a list of bad voters or suspected bad voters, does that change anything? It's just like bad laws. and can give you a list of incredibly horrible laws. But does that change anything with you having a list? It's like a lot of stuff in Wisconsin, and you saw endorsements of these things from people in Wisconsin and Arizona yeah, they appeared on TV once, and now I'm an auditor. Imag- imagine that. Now I'm a technologist. Imagine that. The problem we have, folks, and the battle we're attempting to fight is we hurt ourselves. We hurt ourselves because at the individual voter level, we're not engaged enough. And here's what I mean. People are more than willing to allow somebody else, oh, I've done this great program, and your lawmakers are more than willing when somebody trots these guys in, because they have a famous name, trot these guys in, here's the solution, and we're going to get it, and praise Jesus, and it's over, and we're going to get it and they they have no idea of technology and how it works, and they walk in, and these lawmakers who are either good or bad, let's just say there is a good one, great, we're going to do this. And we'll now shovel all your information to it, not understanding what they just did. In fact, when you look at the ERIC system, that's the electronic registration information center that Obama and the Pew Institute put in with source money, you find out that they take, they're taking your medical records and they're taking your driver's license records and they're taking your voter records and they're quote unquote, finding, finding new voters. And so the response is, Hey, We'll replace Eric. Well, unfortunately, you kind of are replacing Eric with Eric. Here's what I'll say that, folks, so you understand it. When you take those voter rolls and somebody's running them in the fractal pterodactyl and you're looking at voter rolls and you're looking at information and you're looking at HIPAA records or all kinds of stuff, you got to be very careful because if you're matching them there, it's actually a crime. And so who's getting set up in this process? Let me ask you a question. If you, and I, I don't know how it occurs, I've just been told they're in 16 states. If you are in a system that is taking voter rolls, and let's say they're doing something that's not allowed, which is Eric is doing, like checking it against medical records, HIPAA records. But let's say they're doing that. Do you think the system's going to allow that? Or do you think people are going to ultimately go down? Well, the reality of this horrible world is the system's going to take it down. Now, what's going to happen in cause and effect? A well meaning group of Grassroots push, 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 and got this with the new fancy quantum super duper Star Trek computer 8.0. You think it's great. You know nothing about technology. You put it in, you participate with it. But because you know nothing under the hood about how it's done, don't you understand the system's going to come after you? Don't you understand they're going to embarrass every lawmaker? Don't you understand they're going to use this as an example to say, see, we can't let anybody have the voter rolls. See what they did with it? And you think you're doing something great when actually you're signing your death warrant. And the reason you're signing your death warrant and all of this crap is because people think there is a business in election integrity. There is not. The only thing that should be in election integrity is integrity. And see, this is where you come in. Each of you, each of you, in every single one of the 175,414 precincts should know the absolute steps for scrubbing and purging your voter rolls. But you rely on somebody else to do it because it's easier to bitch than it is to do. And in that process, all of us get set up. All of us get set up because all it takes is one attorney general that really looks under the hood to basically claim that this was a Republican scam and done wrong, and it shuts it off for everybody. And that is why there is no business in election integrity. It has to be so far removed from the system, so far removed not part of the system, so intentionally broken apart and individualized that, You have well-meaning people out there setting all of us up because we're responding to keywords. Keywords, just like the Republican document I showed you that they're going to be for election integrity. And I showed you it meant nothing. It meant absolutely nothing, but it keyworded because all of this keywording makes you stand down. We've got this super quantum Captain Kirk program, and it's going to do it all. Well, folks, in case you didn't notice, it doesn't move the needle in the rule of law. You can have a state like Wisconsin release a list of, we found 60,000 illegal voters. Here's the list, Secretary of State removal. Well, you gave them a list. What do you think the Secretary of State's gonna do? Well, we got to check the list. The biggest example I use in this when I train is a v- fantastic suit in, in California years ago that showed there were over like 1.2 million bad voters on the voter rolls that needed to be removed. Right? 1.2 million bad voters on the voter rolls in Los Angeles. Major coup. And they got an agreement for the state to remove them, or the county. But when you read the agreement, the county agreed to remove 100 a month. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you win anything? Well, a lot of people got to say, look, we got a lawsuit. And a lot of money was raised. But see, it's not about winning a lawsuit. It's about being effective at it. Effective in my book would be, you found 1.2 million bad voters on the voter rolls. They should be freaking removed. Do you? That's my own personal opinion. But they won a lawsuit. And the state, the county agreed, the county agreed to remove 100 of these bad voters a month. Now, I'll do the math for you. 1.2 million divided by 100 is 12,000 months. or 1,000 years. Did we accomplish anything? We're trapped in the panopticon. We're trapped in keywording. We're trapped in the optics in the system that prey on you, that you'll donate, you'll give, you'll believe them. And you really don't even understand who funds it. But what you'll do, what you'll do is you'll gladly go, we're doing something. Look at what we did. We found 60,000 bad voters in Wisconsin. When you look at that list, are they fraudulent voters like it was reported? No. Why? Because they're just addresses that are missing an apartment number, can that happen organically? Yes, it can. Will it stand up in a court of law? Well, let's bring in the county recorder. Yes, sir, your honor, there's 60,000 people here. This side's gone, see the fraud, see the fraud, he admitted it. The judge goes, well, what does this mean? Well, judge, when I look at it, it looks like some apartment numbers are missing. You know, we deal with about 6 million people. It can happen. We'll go back and check all these, Your Honor. Would you like us to check them all? The judge will let them go back and check them all because it was just an innocent mistake. Did the group that came up with supposed 60,000 names hand you 60,000 fraudulent voters? No, because see, there's a definition for a fraudulent voter. Do the detective work, do the phys- uh, the forensic work, knock on the door, post office and apartment places, and the very door it's supposed to be going to, find it out, vet it, work it right, file the right paperwork as an investigator. Then you got a case to remove them. Are we doing that? No. Because, see, you need to fill somebody else's got it for you. And the system knows that about you and the system knows you're suspect of Google and everything else, you see them do it. They find another way to get you. The biggest con I think went on, that went on during all of this stuff when we've dealt with this battle, how many times did you hear it? Get off of Facebook and Twitter. They're just making money off of you. Well, if you looked at it pragmatically, Yeah, they made them. Maybe they made about 17 cents off you. If you take your 17 cents away from them, did you hurt them? No. But if 10 million of you said, I hate Facebook, I hate Twitter, and you went over here to this little bitty one and you hopped in the little bitty one, and now you're only talking to people who think like you, look like you, sound like you and you're not saving lives, what did the system just do to you? They didn't have to ban you. You banned yourself. And that's how this game is played. I'm trying to be as transparent and as educational as I can be, Because if you as an individual are not stepping up to the plate saying, I'm going to fight for my country in the right, proper, ethical, legal, nonviolent way. Because I know, folks, let me give you a brainstorm. It's kind of obvious. If you're looking at my ugly mug, you have everything you need to do it. You're watching me through a computer, through a system. That means you possess the tool, the weapon, to fix this. But see, there's a bigger catch. Even though the right uh, weapons and tools and systems can be used to really do it right, you got this weird phenomenon. What's the weird phenomenon? People that worked in a flower shop, guy that was working with his hands, all of a sudden are now technology and election experts. Or maybe a hairdresser you really like, who's really pretty to look at, is now deciding what programming you should see in this conservative movement. Can you understand the disconnects? And the system will allow us to do it to ourselves. Now, what the system's going to do is the system is going to work their ass off in overtime to make sure you get the wrong help not the right help. And just about the time you realize, everybody told me I was crazy. You don't need special brand new technology to find out how fraud happened in elections. Well, we did. And then when they realized you can see it, they want to convince you it never happened. It was never done. It never happened. It wasn't anything. Get it? That's the con game. And now when you realize that you too have the power to use technology the right way to save your country. You got a lot of people riding in on white horses. Oh, we'll do it. Just like a nice liberal professor who swears nothing happened in 2020 and tells you you're the victim of a psychological war. Nothing happened. Biden won. Same with 2022. But you know what? I know how this works because I teach people how to have Kama Sutra sex, and so I've developed a system for only $50 million that will fix all of this. And then you have to ask yourself, how are these people getting coverage? But you never look to where it comes from. And then you ask yourself, wow. Wow this person really doesn't understand it works. A lot of people talk to him. How does he keep on appearing on all these guest programs? Hadn't done anything. Hadn't fixed anything. Haven't provided a solution. Goes around talking about the problem, sharing all of the work you did. But yet you see that person out there. Well, see, that's the system. Or you got a big "Quote unquote nonprofit in D.C. and the leader goes, I stood next to President Trump one time. I volunteered to help him, so I must be good. And you follow that, and you donate twenty million dollars. And then as soon as twenty twenty two is over, they walk away from it, and say there was never any fraud. You donated." money because you knew there was fraud and nefarious activities. You donated $20 million. And then they come out and say, no, nope, nothing happened. When you know, because you've seen it with your own eyes. Well, see, that's where you have to understand. See, that's the system. The system knew you wanted something done about election integrity. And so the system made sure you saw somebody not very intense, nicely packaged, probably throw in a nice little pearl necklace and a praise Jesus every now and then. And you hooked your hopes there. Folks, this is the panopticon we all live in. You cannot get out of it. You can only be aware of it. And if you understand how all of this works and how all of this is tied together and how all of your data is being used and how they're connecting you to this, they're building the connective tissues to take all of us down because they're using smart computers to do it. And that's why I tell you, When you willingly, as we are in a fight for our lives right now, and Donald Trump's in a fight for his life right now, and you know the system's all against him. All these states are trying to make sure he can't get on the ballot. Is it because he was wrong or because he was right? The system's trying to put people away saying it was a conspiracy. They all communicated through social media, They're raising an army. They're trying to overthrow the government. But yet you willingly connect yourself to influencers, because you like them, that tell you, get your guns, get in the street. Oh, I've got a uh, rope, and we're going to go hang them all. And you're directly connected to it. Do you think when the system comes knocking on your door, do you think when the system comes knocking to your door, they're going to allow you to have the excuse, well, I, I just thought he was good. I, I just thought it was great. He said the right things. Well, the system will always say the right thing. So did Ray Epps. Is that an excuse? Does the government let you have an excuse? Well, I, di- I didn't know. I, well, they don't if you're a Republican, a conservative. You openly heard them call to hang lawmakers to get your guns and get in the streets, and you willingly signed up for it and put your name on the list by following. Thousands of people arrested that went to January 6th, but not the ones that are broadcasting and telling you we got to fight back and you got to get your guns and we got to get ropes. Doesn't that strike you as odd? Doesn't it strike you as odd to watch what's going on in Georgia and very people you saw on stage saying the exact same thing that president Trump said, but maybe more preachy, maybe more godly as if they were a Southern Baptist preacher jumping up and down, but they're not indicted? Does that not seem weird to you? It seems weird to me. It seems weird to me that they're trying to say all of us are conspiracy theorists, and that we're trying to overthrow the government, but yet the people that actually say over broadcast, get your guns, get in the street, and we're going to hang these guys, end up speaking all over the place or broadcasting to you. Don't you find that odd? Don't you find it odd that somebody can come out of nowhere, claim to have been involved in a super secret conversation on a phone that there's no proof of, but all of a sudden that person is inserted into all these lawsuits. Well, now if that person's inserted with attorneys because he has a su- super secret call, he can't prove, you know what he's actually hearing? He's actually hearing everything about their cases too because they're comparing notes. Doesn't that strike you as odd? Doesn't it strike you as odd that that very person that promotes that, the very thing they're trying to lock up Donald Trump for, can go and speak on somebody else's airway, that person doesn't have any repercussions for what they say. But the network got sued, or the broadcaster got sued, or the event holder got sued. Doesn't that strike you as odd? Doesn't it strike you as, hey, folks, when we get done here, we're all going to the Capitol. Make sure you go to the Capitol. We've seen this before. And this is what you and I and every one of us are involved in. You have a decision to make, folks. You have a decision to make. Granted, you can close your eyes and you can turn this off because you've been convinced I'm filling you full of crap. I just showed you physical proof. What you do with it is your choice. There is no army coming to save you. There's nobody on a white horse coming to save you. You are the very cure for what ails this nation. And it all 100% comes down to you. We have the reality of the 2024 election is a little over 400 days away. You can't take anybody off the voter rolls. We're not going to be able to get rid of the voter rolls, although I, I believe we should. You're not going to get anybody off the voter rolls. 90 days before the election. So now you got to lop off 90 days off that 400. Oh, by the way, you're still going to have to present your evidence of why they have to be taken off the voter rolls and fight for it. I'm going to say you're super fast and that takes 90 days. You'd be lucky if you that's you'd be lucky if it wasn't twice that, but I'm just going to use 90. Now you got to take 180 days off the 400 days. And I'm being very generous. We got 200 plus days left to save this country. And the system is now trying to distract you with crap instead of doing what's right. I just want you to think about that. I want you to think for yourself. I want you to see how all this connects. And I want you to ask yourself, are you doing what it takes as an individual American citizen and voter to save your country and to make sure it doesn't go down? And are you doing it in a way to realize we only, we only have a little over 200 days left? Share this program. I love you all.
2: And we've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from, how much money you got. We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. And at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud to remember who we are. That we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, freedom will survive. Not only survive, but it's So, guys, it's time to put on our packs. Time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us. For all those generations that's going to come behind. Let's save America, folks.
0: We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.
2: Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement, the right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Bon Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the
0: crap. Poll watching for voter suppression—that's so 60 years ago. But hey, groovy man! Or you can choose to open your eyes. We've been fighting the same voting rights and integrity crap for over 60 years. The only thing that has changed is now they totally control our elections and technology makes it easier for them. We've been taught to spend our time looking here when we really should be looking here And here. And here. Watching for voter intimidation? Watch what happened at polling places? Yeah, right. Would you even know an election hack if you saw one? We all know the government tactic of, hey, look over here, folks, when the deception really takes place over here. The GOP brags about 80,000 poll watchers. Again, groovy, man. But so 60 years ago, the problem is we have 175,141 voting precincts. That's an average of one Single poll watcher, not even at half of the places people can vote. Not too groovy, is it? Change with the time, folks. Time for a technology and knowledge base upgrade. Quit falling for falling short. Stand up, stand out, and become an election integrity expert. Your county, not country, your county needs you. You have to upgrade to stay ahead. While you're busy challenging an individual voter, the system is stealing and compromising every vote remember this quote? I did not see evidence of fraud that would have affected the outcome uh, of the election. Yeah, it's because you keep looking for that one-off bad voter. Or, you can save your country and take on the whole corrupt system. Become an election integrity expert. It is everything the system, the deep state, and the uniparty does not want you to know. America is burning down right before our eyes. Grab a fire axe and join the firefight. FireAx.academy is an audio and visual-based online training program which will transform you into a real election integrity expert. Learn hundreds of ways our elections are rigged, broken, undermined, and stolen right under our noses. But you can't fix what you have no ideas broken. Being blind and ignorant is exactly what the system wants. Fight the system, break the system, become a fire axe and cut through the crap. Or if we keep pulling ourselves looking here, then there is no way we can stop ourselves from arriving here. You don't need a 60-year-old black and white TV set to see clearly in black and white how our elections are rigged and stolen. Join the fight to save America. Sign up for fireaxe.academy today. Time is running out fireact.academy